You're listening to Coach Rita on the LOA Radio Network. Many say that the law of attraction doesn't always work. And Coach Rita would like to show you why it's not working. During this hour, you will gain great insight that will help you to make easy changes to become the great co-creator that you came here to be. Tune in and discover your missing link to the Law of Attraction with Coach Rita Hurry. Hi everyone and welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of your missing link to the Law of Attraction show. I'm Coach Rita Hurry coming to you from the UK and on today's show the theme will be health and fitness and of course law of attraction so i'm delighted to have on the show today as my special guest japinko who holds the 2010 fitness america pageant world championship she is also a fitness instructor nutritionist and fitness model so i'll be talking to japinko later on in the show as she shares some insightful tips on um, nutrition and exercising as well as sharing her journey to success so I'm sure that's something that you wouldn't want to miss but first it's time for coach Rita Hurry's corner and today on the show I have a good news story to share and this story is from Mel and she lives in Essex, UK, which is where I live. So um, thank you, Mel, for your story. Um, Mel is a trained massage therapist um, who recently qualified. So she recently qualified as a aromatherapist. She's also a qualified TEFL teacher and entrepreneur and has always wanted to move her business to the next level by gaining more clients so she can eventually quit the nine to five and work on what she loves doing full time, which I'm sure many of us have um, experienced or could be currently experiencing. But work, currently she works full time um, and working full-time has left her having no time to put as much energy as she would have liked into her business in terms of building it up and starting her new business as a massage therapist. So um, Mel, it seems basically she needs to have time. Time seems to be the factor here. Um, so the more that she can actually take time out to do things like flyers, things like getting the word out and um, being able to sit in front of the computer and kind of bash out ideas and and get word of mouth, even through social media. I mean, doing marketing through social media takes a lot of time and a lot of energy. And when you're working full time, you know, I, your time is not your own so to speak, you know, it's, it's, there's lots of things going on. So after a full day working, I guess, you know, you need to be re-energized in order to get going on your business. So 
that seems to be kind of the situation that I'm I'm reading into here. Um, now Mel has been practicing the law of attraction for a, a few years now, and what it see what it looks like here is that she's actually made a list of the wants that she has um, and places it somewhere in her room where she can see it on a daily basis and remind herself of where her focus needs to be. Um, and she goes on to explain that she got into the habit of looking at this list on a daily basis and staying focused on what she needed to achieve and trusting in the universe that somehow it could happen that she'd be able to move forward her businesses. Well, not too long ago, the temp job, which she's been working at full time, um, became permanent and the hours changed from full time to part time. Now, at first, Mel was slightly anxious due to the financial side of things, but stayed focused on what this would mean for her she realized that this would then give her what she needed, the time to actually build her business and make it work. And also the anxiety of going from a full-time job where you're getting paid full-time hours to suddenly going down to part-time hours. There's a lot of anxiety there. Even though you're still getting paid, you're not getting paid as much. And as well as trying to have the time for business, um, marketing and everything like that actually costs money as well. So there must have been a lot of anxiety that Mel must have faced in terms of making that huge transition um, to go part-time and to accept the role as a part-time role. Um, but she knew that what she needed was really time Yes, money plays a factor, but time to actually put the energy into the business and move it forward. Um, a level of trust there as well in the universe that this time sacrifice was something that was needed and she would, you know, give it a go and see how it works. So she goes on to say that the first week of her role going part time, she got a call from someone looking to book a massage with her and it looks like there wasn't just one treatment but there was two treatments that were actually booked. So this was a f her first client in her new business adventure and she also goes on to say that she got another new client for her other business venture. So in the first week of her going part-time she gained two new clients for her businesses. Now, that's really good. Um, you know, from nothing, worrying about time and how she's going to get things started, the universe blessed her with two new clients straight away. Um, to me, that that's a great story. Um, but she also goes on to say that Working part-time has also given her time to look after her body by getting more time to exercise and meditate. And just from hearing the story, it actually shows that you can ask for one thing 
which plays on your mind and you can say, you know, I need this because of this. But isn't it beautiful how the universe can also fill in the little gaps with of other manifestations that you may need that maybe weren't at the forefront of your focus, but actually covered other areas of your life in terms of giving her time to exercise, giving her time to focus on herself as well as her business. Because although as a business person myself, although my business is um, a role, you know, it's, it's a part of me. It is, as I said, a part of me and I need to nurture myself in order to be able to give 110% to my clients and to my business and it's the same going for Mel's story in terms of the universe blessed her with two new clients straight away um, and also more time to spend on herself and nurture herself and look after number one in order because without her, her she wouldn't have a business so um, that is a great story and also um, what comes to mind for me is the fact that it shows that she had the universe's support in terms of go on, take that leap of faith and I'll be there for you. You know, um, I'll ha like I've said before, the universe always has your back and the universe had her back straight away. It was almost confirmation that this business is right for her, that this this step was right for her because as soon as she did it, she got two clients you know the passion the faith that she had actually paid off so you know it's if you practice the law of attraction if you not only practice it but you know it you know that no matter what you take that leap of faith and you know that the universe has your back that's what brings the manifestations it's the facts that you walk in faith and not only faith in the universe, but faith in yourself, because you need an element of that. You need to know that, well, you know, the universe will give me time. Okay. She could have easily gone part time and done nothing, but she did something with that part time and it paid off. You know, she she sent out flyers. She she made initial contact. Somehow she spread the message and she got a response. So you know, that just shows there that um, having faith in yourself, taking that step and knowing that the universe has your back um, is a great support and it always works out. So Mel, thank you for your story. And again, if anyone has got a story, please do share it with me. The reason I ask for these stories is not um, just for you to share, but it's to inspire you know, there's someone out there that just needs that hope, who needs to hear stories from real life people, you know, people who have gone through things or little um, things that they do that they implement in life that has proved to be a success. However small, you're touching someone's life. I love doing this show because I get to inspire. I get to talk about what I'm passionate about which is the law of attraction which is about going for what you want is about moving forward and um, living with passion and 
I want to share that. But at the same time, I want you to inspire as well. It's not just down to me. We've all got something that we can inspire other people to move forward. There's many, many people out there that need some sort of hope that they can do it. You know, some people are living on their own. Some people um, don't have anyone to turn to. So they may switch on this show. They may um, hear something and hear your story and you would have given them that hope that they need. So please, I mean, this show goes out not only on internet radio, it goes out on YouTube. Every single show that I air, I put it on YouTube, on my YouTube page. It also goes on iTunes. It's going everywhere. It's heard over and over. It's all over the globe. So if you want to inspire people, if you want to touch people's lives out there, send your story, send your hope, send your inspiration to the world out there, and I'm happy to share it. Again, my email address is info at coachrita.co.uk. So that's info at coachrita.co.uk. Now, today I'm just going to briefly discuss um, health and fitness in terms of law of attraction. Um, as we've got Japinko on the show um, a little bit later, I actually wanted to touch on this to encourage people that um, how we can use the law of attraction in terms of staying healthy and also um, keeping fit and losing weight. Now, studies have revealed that stress and negativity weaken the immune system and make it more susceptible to disease and infection. Having said this, on the flip side of this, positivity can create optimum health. Now, the same can be said for weight loss problems and fitness. Negativity and stress plays a huge part in the success rate of losing weight and meeting fitness goals. So, if you think and focus on what's not pleasing to you with your body, you will never gain success in losing weight, period. Remember, energy flows where focus goes. So, you spend... So if you spend more energy criticizing your body, the universe will think you seem to enjoy focusing on doing just that and will never take it away. You almost kind of get into a, a comfort zone of criticizing yourself. And it's a sad fact, but many of us do. Also, when we start to notice small symptoms of illness in our body, do not start saying things like, I don't want a cold, I will not get the flu, or I, will, I won't be ill this week, I can't be ill this week, oh no, my throat's sore. And This simple statements that we make is again focusing on the problem. We often like to express how we are feeling, especially when it's a negative feeling. You know, if you're feeling a little run down, we're always quick saying, oh, I'm feeling a little bit run down today. Don't do it. And don't you find that the majority of time we are quick to do that, especially when it comes to the winter months. You see the adverts, you see when you go into 
the pharmacy, you see all, you know, the, <coughs> the flu products, excuse me, <coughs> the flu products out there. Um, you know, it's like it's drummed in our heads, but don't take it any further. Stop. We were, ne we were not born to suffer in this body. We were not born to be unhealthy. Our bodies are 100% healthy and you have to stay focused on that. So this is the time that you actually need to refrain, <coughs> excuse me, refrain from actually saying anything negative about how you're feeling because what you're doing is you're just creating it more and more and you're focusing on that negative. And once you focus on the negative situation, you've got to remember the universe says yes to everything. So whatever you're focused on, whether you want it or not, the universe says yes to it and creates it more. So if you don't want it, don't verbalize it, don't think about it, don't focus on it, move away from it. So what do you do? Okay, so I'm going to share with you some tips that would help you in terms of staying focused and moving away from illness. First tip I want to say is state positive affirmations like I am healthy and wonderful and I love my body. Believe that life is always good to you. This is the second tip. On contrary to many beliefs out there, as I've just said, you were never meant to, you weren't born to suffer. You were born to have what you want, and that includes optimum health and well being. So claim it, own it, and believe it. And together with the affirmations as well, that is what you're doing. Think thoughts of health. This is the next tip. This leads on from saying positive affirmations. Our thought sends ripples of vibrations into the universe, as we all know. So if you think of yourself as healthy, you are sending these thought vibrations into the universe, which creates your manifestations. Thoughts always create things. That includes optimum health. So stay focused on the fact that you want to be healthy, that you want to be fit. Have the mindset of that. Think fit and be fit. And it does go hand in hand and it does help. A positive mind leads to a positive outlook on life, which leads to a positive lifestyle. And a positive lifestyle can only lead to good health, strong bones, you know, it really does have an effect on your body and you need to ensure that you are staying focused only on the positives and thinking healthy thoughts. Also, my last tip is visualization. Now, I'm a great believer in visualization. This helps you focus your thoughts more actively when you see an image in your head of what you want to attain. It also helps you resonate with, with it easier and excites you. And I do believe that visualization works well with losing weight and getting fit. I, when I coach my clients on losing weight, I always explain to them, 
that one of the best things that I have ever done and that I encourage is to visualize the body that you want. Visualize it down to what parts of your body you want toned, how you want it toned. Even look at fitness models out there, get pictures of them and see what kind of body that you want and get that image in your head of what you want and focus on it, feel it, feel that it's already happened. See your, Every time you visualize yourself, see yourself with that body and love it and love yourself as if you've got that body. Love every part of you. And one of the greatest things I do believe is visualizing that body that you want, the outcome that you want while you're exercising. It's such a good motivation booster. It, it keeps you going and it excites you and makes you want to exercise. So try that, you know, have that visualization in mind while you're exercising and get excited about you, get excited about your body, get excited about your health. It's such a good technique and it really, really does motivate myself. Um, I see huge differences every time I do it and I do get excited and I want to exercise more and more because I love it because I know sometimes working on the certain different parts of the body, I know that working on that part will actually get me that desired effect and to be honest with you, you enjoy looking at yourself in the mirror and say, ah, look, I can notice that difference. And it feels great. So get excited about you. Get excited about your health. So I hope these tips have planted a positive seed for you. Um, there's just obviously a few things there that I've covered. Um, I'm sure Japinko will share some more insight into um, health and fitness and even her journey will inspire you. But I, I want you to never give up on the changes you want to make. This is your life and you are co-creating it. So you can create a healthy body. And it's just about believing in yourself and wanting more for yourself. Because you deserve it after all. And it's about valuing yourself. So use the visualization techniques. Use the affirmations and think fit, think healthy, and you you know go forth and and shine and and be who you are and and love yourself. Okay, so we've come to the end of the first half of the show. I know it feels so quick that, um, but I guess when um, I'm doing all the talking, I guess I just can kind of get up. I can I can go on for ages because I'm passionate about law of attraction and how much it's changed my life as well and I and I just want to inspire you all but anyway that's not the end of the show so don't go away yet as I have a great interview with Japinko lined up after this station ID so we'll be back soon take care you're listening to the law of attraction radio network Heard by millions worldwide through 38 internet radio stations and in over 135 countries. Be sure to sign up for your monthly updates and get all the latest information on LOA radio events such as cruises, workshops, and seminars, as well as information on the latest shows, topics, and guests. Go to LOARadioNetwork.com and sign up today. It's here, 
It's hot and it's a must read. It's the science behind the Law of Attraction magazine. Every issue brings you great articles and in-depth how-tos from all your favorite Law of Attraction experts, authors, scientists, and medical professionals. Go to lawofattractionmagazine.net. That's lawofattractionmagazine.net. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the second half of your missing link to the Law of Attraction show. I'm very pleased to have with me Japinko, who holds the 2010 Fitness America Pageant World Champion title, as well as being a WBFF pro athlete. Japinko is a trained dancer and has been involved in musical theatre before making the transition to become a certified fitness trainer, nutritionist and fitness model. She can be seen in numerous fitness DVDs, including the Tap Out XT series, which I must admit I have tried and it's tough, but it is fun. So welcome to the show, Japinko. Thank you. Glad to be here. You're welcome. Um, so your career started out in the performing arts. Was this a field you always dreamt of pursuing a career in? Yes. Um, since I was young, I was just I was just a born performer. <laughs> I did uh, theater productions throughout my childhood, so it was just a really natural progression um, as what I wanted to do, you know, into adulthood. Yeah. Uh, I was just always most at home on stage. It was it was that one thing where I truly felt felt in the moment and um, really in divine presence when I was when I was on stage performing. Um, it, it was just, it was what I was meant to do. <laughs> right. Do you come from um, a family who are born performers or was this a, a, basically a breakout of the family norm? Um, you know, there was an, a, a lot of um, artistic qualities about my parents. They were both played music and my dad loved uh, to be on the stage as well. I remember doing shows with uh, my mom and shows with my dad uh, growing up. Wow. So so it's born and bred inside you then. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So preparing for shows um, and performing must have been a good grounding for your fitness career, I guess, in terms of focus and training. How did the transition come about from performing arts to a career in fitness? Uh, well, yes, I, you know, I think the discipline of growing up with that, the discipline of ballet, uh, definitely that really prepared me um, for that focus and discipline of, of training. Uh, I sort of actually just fell into uh, the fitness world. I was uh, dancing full time still, and I started going to the gym, and I had developed some food allergies. I started changing my food up and it was sort of um, a trial and error for me. Yeah. And I realized what kind of changes I was making in my body. And I, I first started doing some fitness modeling because people would comment. And then I realized, you know, if I can do this, if I figure this out, then that's a way for me to help other people that might be struggling with it. Yeah. So it sort of all just um, fell into place. Okay, so in terms of the food allergies, now 
sometimes many of us, I guess, would kind of see that as a huge negative impact on our lives and maybe kind of instead of progressing into a career, into finding out a bit more about it, almost kind of, I guess, play the victim and kind of say, well, you know, maybe I can't continue my career in, in fitness or, you know, in dance. I mean, how did you keep that motivation going considering the fact that, you know, you were became aware of these food allergies, therefore you had to change your diet? Uh, well, it was for me, it was actually a, a blessing in disguise mm -hmm. because I started being more interested in nutrition and interested in what I was putting in my body and realizing that, um, you know, my, my body was just highly sensitive and I, I couldn't have wheat or gluten or dairy. And it forced me to examine what you know, what exactly I was putting in my body and why I was having these reactions. Yeah. At what age was this that you found out? Uh, this wasn't until later. So, um, you know, I was 25 or so. Okay. Oh. So, um, obviously, you made the transition um, and you went on to becoming the winner of the 2010 Fitness America pageant world champion title so um how did that come about what what kind of brought that situation into your life well I um I realized that I could use my my dance background and uh perform a routine and you know really get a chance to perform and, and use uh, my choreography skills and dance and bring that to the table as long you know along with my physique, um, you know, along with it, they ask us questions along with, um, you know, what I believe about fitness. Yeah. Uh, it was just, for me, it was a really great platform, mm -hmm. um, you know, just send a message about strong women and uh, about all those women that, that get on the stage. I uh, really put their heart out there and really believe in, in fitness and, and a healthy lifestyle. Brilliant. So what was your training regime like and your focus at the time? Was it quite tough? Um, you know, it, it, uh, it can be, yes. Uh, <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> generally, um, you, you start your routine well in advance. Um, so you're working on that for a while. But the 12 weeks before um, the competition is really – it's – the hardcore time it's really when you when you put all that effort in and and there was days where you know I'd get up and I'd work out and I'd eat and then I'd go to the gym and I'd work out and then I'd eat and then I'd go take maybe yoga or a ballet class or yeah. uh and then I would go home and eat and go to bed <laughs> So it was like training, eating, training, eating, and, and then maybe you have to do a routine practice in there. Uh, so <laughs> it could be intense. I mean, I remember you know, it's, it's down to a science. So you have your workout regime that you have to get in during the day. And I remember one time it was maybe 9, 30, 10 at night, and I was downstairs on the elliptical uh, just falling asleep. <laughs> but I had to get, I needed to get my last 30 minutes in. Yeah. Um, you know, and you pack your food with you wherever you go. Uh, you, if you're going to dinner, you generally take your own food as well. It's really, um, 
you have to really be committed and really be focused uh, and, and yeah, 100%. Yeah, so in terms of the focus, I mean, what were you doing to remain focused? Because obviously coming to the end of the day and it was like maybe most people will relax but you were still going what kept you going was it the fact that this was something you really wanted was was it the visualization of it mm-hmm. yes um you know I did I, I wanted it and I was gonna do you know whatever it took what whatever was in my power to do so that I was confident with what I did and then you know leave it up uh <laughs> to the powers that be but I I continually, you know, meditated and visualized on, um, I mean, I, I visualized myself actually winning and, and truly believing it. Yeah. And, you know, something I wanted is something I was passionate about and, and loved to do. So it just, it kept me going. You know, I wasn't going to give up. Um, so when did you, you know. start visualizing that you wanted to win it? Was it while you were training or was it before yes. you actually entered the competition? Oh, all the way, I mean, I would say all the way, Yeah. Um, at least 12 weeks, at least uh, during that main part of training. Yeah. Um, but I, it was something that I really, you know, had already thought about the entire year, you know, but really, truly visualizing, I, I would say about three months before. And when, the, you know, you finally won, um can you think back to that feeling? Because obviously, you know, I mean, many of us, in, including myself, have visualized things and then they've happened. And, mm-hmm. and you know, I know it's an awesome feeling, but can you remember that, that feeling and, and, and what you felt like, maybe? <laughs> um, you know, it, it went by so fast. Yeah. <laughs> and I was so in the, mom- in the moment. That it was almost like uh, afterwards I did I, I felt great, but it, afterwards I didn't even remember. It was so uh, an experience where I'm I'm just absolutely present. Yeah, absolutely, you know, in it. That's that's brilliant. So you're also a dance teacher, a fitness mm-hmm. coach, and a nutritionist, as well as being a fitness model. So. Now, life must get pretty hectic at times. What keeps you going? I mean, obviously, from what you've just mentioned, you are quite used to the fast-paced life and, and keeping busy, but sort of balancing everything. How? What's kept you going through it all? Yes, I, I tend to like to be busy. I like to be on the go, but um, things can get really hectic um, and <laughs> sometimes fast-paced. So, I, you know, it's just... I love what I do and I really truly enjoy it. And so it makes it worth it. It makes it, you know, easier to, to press on even when I'm, I'm starting to feel exhausted. And, um, then, then I do need to relax. You know, I've, I've actually pushed myself, um, to the limit before. And that's when I learned that lesson about balance. (laughs) Um, and now I, I really strive to have my downtime, to have, you know, my meditation time, to, to have the things that, that keep me at peace in the midst of uh, the hectic life. Yeah, and I think, you know, you've hit on a point there in terms of the balance. I think meditation is a great way of balancing the mind. Um, yes. Especially 
with what you do because you your work involves using your body so much that to be able to just be calm and be still I mm-hmm. think must definitely give you that clarity that you need to just keep going yes great stuff so they say a healthy mind leads to a healthy body so following on from what we've just said um I guess you'd agree with that would you oh elaborate on that (laughs) Mm -hmm, absolutely well I mean I think um health is is multi-dimensional you know there's several aspects of that that need to work together so you know your healthy mind your healthy body your healthy spirit uh you know if one thing's missing you're gonna notice um everything's not gonna be aligned up I I uh always tell my clients that your body is stronger than your mind thinks so if you don't let your mind give up then your body will keep going home keep going on you know um just you know get in a healthy mindset and the body will follow definitely um because i think many of us actually when we feel a bit run down it's very easy isn't it to um to go with that feeling and kind of almost say, you know, I, I won't do this or kind of just give up. But I guess it's through training the mind and saying, you know what, you can, your body can mm-hmm. do so much more that yes. you find your body starts to become stronger and becomes resilient to the, you know, the ailments that you can get, say, you know, yes. a cold or something. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Okay, so has the universal law of attraction played a role in keeping you positive and focused? And if so, how? Oh, oh yes. Um, you know, like I said, in order to stay positive and focused, um, you know, I, I meditate, I visualize, um, you know, I need to do my affirmations. So that's, that's part of it for me. Mm-hmm. I read inspirational, uh, you know, or other literature that uplifts me and, and keeps me focused towards my goals. Uh, you know, I have to do, for, for me, <laughs> I have to do all that stuff. Uh, it, I notice the difference, you know. I can slack off and not do it, and I can tell in my life. I, I can tell what's coming about, what's falling into place. Um, I, I can just tell. Yeah, yeah. So how long have you been, is it, because obviously I know that you were quite focused since childhood, has Mm -hmm. like doing these practices, these affirmations and this meditation been a part of your life since very young or is it something you've picked up? No, actually, actually not. This was something I picked up as I got older. Um, I was, you know, I, I was drawn to... As self-help books, <laughs> actually, that's what got me started, and and through that, I sort of discovered uh, this whole world of of law of attraction and um, you know those spiritual principles. I I just grew into it, um, but no, when I was growing up, I, I didn't really have any um, foundation in law of attraction. Mm-hmm. So, what would you say? Um- I guess the attraction factor about it that made you want to implement it in your life. I mean, was it from personal experience or was it just that it made sense to you? Um, well, I think, you know, a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, first of all, I, I, 
through reading uh, material um, that other people suggested or that I found, it, it made sense to me. It made a lot of sense to me. And then by, um, you know, implementing these practices, uh, it was it was very personal. I saw a change in myself. Uh, I saw a new kind of happiness, actually, a new kind of joy that came with it. So, hey, if it was working, I was going to continue to <laughs> continue yeah. to do those things. On with it. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, um, what nutritional tips and advice would you give? Um, to many of us who are possibly still breaking out of that overindulgence of the recent holiday season because I know sort of January to February maybe March we go through this detox period but it becomes tougher to stick to a healthy eating plan for many of us what tips would you give to someone who wants to stick with it long term right um, you know the beginning of the year you know, is a time where everybody is trying to uh, go to the gym, go cold turkey, detox, yeah. and I think it just gets overwhelming and people are thinking it's a diet and not a lifestyle, mm -hmm. and it prevents them from, from seeing the long-term uh, goal of, of nutrition, of uh, eating right and exercise. Uh, sometimes I, I think in order to stay on that long-term plan that small changes uh, could be better mm -hmm. you're not as overwhelmed and you'll you'll notice a difference I mean there's sort of this fallacy that uh, healthy food doesn't taste good and that's that's absolutely not true yeah. you know you start replacing perhaps place milk with almond milk or ice cream with Greek yogurt uh, fruit from candy, uh, using coconut flour or almond flour, and you know you're really cutting out out a lot of the processed foods, a lot of the genetically modified foods. Uh, you're just sort of taking those out of your diet, and I think once people feel that energy and give it the chance to work, I mean, you just don't want the other things anymore. Your body. It doesn't feel as good you don't run at that optimal level yeah yeah I think you're right because um since the Christmas period I am um, both myself and my sister have decided we were gonna we were gonna go vegan but then we said mm -hmm. no that's just like a big transformation from eating meat to suddenly going vegan so, <laughs> so we we started to go veg but we allow ourselves like if we really do need to eat meat especially when we're out at a restaurant because sometimes it's difficult we'll allow it now and again but we found we made small changes and like cooking became more exciting because you tried different things you'd never thought or you'd add more different spices to it that would actually make it taste better so right. you know it's, it's it can be fun it can be a, a creative experience and in transforming your food yeah, definitely. And I think shopping is actually much more exciting now. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I guess for yourself, I mean, has there been times when you yourself have like felt, no, not today, or, you know, have your, as we call it, lazy moments? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> there have been plenty of days uh, I felt like that. Um, but... I, you know, for the most part, I do it anyway. 
You know, I, I have to examine now, is my body telling me it needs a moment to recover or am I just being lazy and not feeling it and, you know, excuses, all that. Um, because, you know, nobody's going to be 100% every day and have that that great workout every single time you go. But, um, you know, you just got to keep showing up. Yeah, yeah. So uh, how do you um, make the um, – identify when it's being almost – lazy if we use that word and um just knowing that you've got to listen to your body because sometimes some of us can take the listening to our body and almost oh the rest beyond (laughs) what it really is you know we get into a comfort zone I mean I guess obviously working with clients you may have seen that how do you pick someone up from that what what do you what are the telltale signs Right, right. I mean, you have to look at is there is there some real injury? Is your body fatigued and needs to rest, or you know, are you just starting to make excuses? And I find that you know, when it becomes several days in a row, mm-hmm. um, that it starts to <laughs> it starts to be excuses, or just you know, I'm not feeling it, or. Uh, prolonging, you know, rest time. I I don't really, you know, I don't really suggest people take too many days off in a row because then you're you're losing you're losing the habit. Yeah. You know, you're you're allowing yourself. You're really just allowing yourself to not participate. So, what would uh, you say to clients? Sorry, Jabinko. What would you say oh, to clients who maybe go that way or? Well, I usually try and, you know, change it up with them. So maybe they're just not being, they're, they're bored with what they're doing. Maybe they're uninspired. Um, they just need a little bit more motivation, more push to keep going. Um, I've, I had, I had one woman who, you know, she didn't like to do anything really. And we finally found she would play tennis. So I said, that's fine. If you don't want to do anything else at the gym, that's fine. We will go play tennis together. If that's what it takes for you to work out, yeah. then we'll go do that. So you just have to find that thing that's going to inspire you to be active. Mm. So it's um, that alternative that kind of keeps you going. Right. Brilliant. Okay. So would you say that you're living your dreams? Well, yeah, you, you know, I, I'm really, I'm just, I'm very happy with what I've accomplished. I'm, I'm happy that um, I'm able to help others and inspire them. So, you know, so yes, I mean, I'm living my dreams, but there's always more dreams and more goals that that come up. So there's always, you know. Uh, there's always something to strive for and, and always something to look forward to. That's good. So any anything new on the cards for yourself or are you oh. not able to share? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know, I'm doing projects here and there right now. So I have something coming up at the end of the month. Um, I haven't been competing recently. Um, I've taken a break from that, but... Who knows that that could always <laughs> come up again. Right now, I'm just I'm really focused on on other people and helping them make make the change. 
Brilliant. So what last bit of inspiration would you share with our listeners to keep them positive and focused on achieving their dreams? Well, I think uh, believing in yourself, that's that's so important. Um, I think life has a way of wearing us down sometimes and, and making us feel defeated. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no matter what, you just have to keep going. Um, there's a saying that says, don't give up five minutes before the miracle. And I think I, I see that a lot um, with what I do. Uh and, and in life, you yeah, know, yeah. people are so close to making that change or, or being where they want to be. And, you know, they get overwhelmed and sort of just fizzle out, really. Yeah. And, um, and every day I try to just do something that takes me a step closer to my goal, no matter what it is. I think that helps you know you got to believe in yourself but you've got to take action so just doing something simple every day that um gets you closer really maintains that focus yeah so i think that's it you know believe in yourself and and find a a way to stay focused long term yeah would you say also maybe coming out of your comfort zone is a is plays a huge part as well oh yes i mean you've got to be open and willing to to try something new if you need to, yeah. you know, if, if what, if what you're doing isn't working, then you need to examine it and, and put yourself out and step out of that comfort zone and try something new, you know, be open and willing. That's great. So where can our listeners go to find out more about your personal training and nutrition coaching? Uh, well, you can check out my website. That's www.jupinko.com. And you can find out more about me, more about what I do. And you can also like me on uh, Facebook. It's Jupinko. Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, it's all at Jupinko. So you could check me out on any of those venues. Brilliant. Um, so, in regards to your personal training and your nutrition coaching, does this have to be done face-to-face or is it via Skype as well? No, I do. Um, I move mostly uh, right now into online training and nutrition. So it's, it's pretty cool. I can, um, I, can work with, I can work with you in the UK <laughs> or I can work with people um, you know, all over the world. Yeah. I, I send plans and we, we do via Skype, via uh, YouTube videos that I've done. So you're actually working out with me mm-hmm. at the same time as you're doing your workout. So you're still getting that motivation, but uh, we're, we don't even have to be face-to-face. That's great because I think a lot of um, people, sometimes they feel they're on their own in terms of trying to keep fit or they have to join a gym in order to get a personal fitness trainer so it's nice to see that globally they can reach out to someone and say you know help here I need I need some advice oh yeah and it's something you can do at home you don't even have to go into the gym so it's almost so convenient nowadays because of technology that that there's no excuse (laughs) exactly (laughs) well Japinko thank you so much for being um, a guest on my show but I just have one last sneaky question before we okay. end the show. Now, 
the lower abs are a troublesome spot for many of us, including myself. So I, if I'm not asking this for other women, I'm asking it for myself. <laughs> <laughs> so are leg raises good for this or is there another exercise that is more effective for this area? Um, I, there's actually a lot of things that are uh, effective Starting out just your planks for your entire core, your entire midsection, um, weighted, I find weighted crunches uh, that really helps build the muscle and build the strength and uh, leg raises are still good uh, for, your, for your lower abs. A lot of, um, a lot of uh, kickboxing is actually really great for the abdominals when you're, you're doing knee lifts and kicks. It's really helping that lower abs. And uh, a lot of the moves that I do, I mean, it, that's not an uncommon question. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, especially for uh, us but, women. <laughs> yeah, a lot of, you know, a lot of women are, are very concerned about that. Uh, and there's a lot of different moves that you can do for it. Uh, you just have to be consistent. I think that's it, too. Is, yeah. You know, yeah. 50 crunches one day and none for three weeks won't won't cut it <laughs> so if Ken because I've been told that you can do um like certain parts of your body like try not to do the same part of your body every day but I find I like to do my abs every day so yeah you can do um you know I I, I disagree with that I mean you can compartmentalize and do different body parts on different days but you can also go in and do a total body and abs are the one one of the things um, that you can do every day that don't necessarily need the rest, like the rest of your body. Great stuff. Well, I hope you didn't mind my cheeky questions there before I slip them in. That's okay. <laughs> but thanks again, Japinko, for, for being on the show and for sharing your insights um, into the world of fitness and staying positive and eating right and being healthy so thank you so much oh well thank you for having me no problem and if anyone has questions for Japinko, please visit her website and contact her directly or alternatively email me and I will pass any questions to Japinko. my email address is info at coachrita.co.uk well, that's it for another show. Stay focused and look after your temple, which is your body, and always love yourself. This is Coach Rita Hurry signing out. Until next time, bye. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be back next week with another great show of your missing link to the law of attraction. For more information, go to coachrita.co.uk That's coachrita.co.uk